This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about... The 2022 animated movie, Turning Red. Um, Pixar, right? Is that... Yep, Pixar. Yes. Yes. Um, Um, This one is directed by Domi Shi, which you guys remember that amazing short film, short animated film, Bao, that came out a couple years ago. Oh! It's the director of that. The same creator as that. same director? Yeah. Oh, that's like so the cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and she's worked on the animation department for Inside Out and the animation department for Incredibles 2. So this, she's good. She's she's doing good. I think, though, that like Bao thing really was like amazing for her. Um, she did win for sure. an Oscar for it, and it was an incredibly good short film. <laughs> like, if if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's so good. It's so memorable. The story is so impactful. It's it's so beautiful. The animation was gorgeous. Um, yeah. And now we have this this adorable movie, Turning Red, um, about a little girl, um, Maylin. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in. Are these kids in high school, middle school? They're How old in are they? Middle they seem school. like they're in middle school. They're in middle okay. school. I think they're in like seventh grade because they're thirteen. Mm, okay, so we got these middle schoolers. Just uh, it's a, like a coming of age story, um, with a little bit of little bit of history, mystery, supernatural stuff that happens. Um, <laughs> really, a uh, really fun story. Um, where do we want to start? It's been a minute since I've seen this movie. Oh, so, uh, same. We're gonna have to. We're but... gonna have to bring it back. I watched it with my roommates, and we we thought it was very cute. Yeah, the love Very I have funny. for this is there. It, it's it's still there, quite uh, prominent. Um, it's such a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It, it took place in two thousand two or like early two thousand, so it has like oh that early two thousands okay. feel. It's got Tamagotchi. It's got boy bands. You know. Um, I mean, I thought that was all stuff that that could have been today like i mean tamagotchis are still i don't i i don't know i don't know about amongst middle schoolers but i mean i guess it's more of a nostalgic thing amongst amongst uh older people but yeah um i don't think any middle schooler i mean maybe a couple are walking around with tamagotchis today i think it's definitely it was a trend at the time and obviously people have them today but they're adults (laughs) yes I, I didn't know that, that it was set in in 2002. I, I'm definitely uh, realizing that now. I see the connections. Um, but yeah, we've got a, just a quick synopsis, I guess. We've got Maylin. She's got a, a kind of an overbearing mother. Um, it kind of like sets sets the scene of just normal middle school girl. 
She she always does what her what her parents tell her to do. She's a very good student. She does whatever she's told. Um, her parents run a temple mm-hmm. um, for the red pandas. Yes, believe, right. Yes, um, the red panda god or or something. Uh huh. And um, and they get these. Uh, they try to collect money to go see this uh, boy band that they all like her and her uh, four friends. I think uh, it was, what were their names? It was uh, Abby, Miriam, Priya. Was that it? Um, no, and it yeah, there's just three of them. And then Maylin. Okay. The, okay. So the four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Maylin learns that in her family, <laughs> at a certain at the at the ripe age of 13 <laughs> everyone uh everyone in her family gets turned into a red panda um all the women in the family and, yeah that's right all the women in the family um and she has to deal with this uh with this with this with this thing that happens to her turning into a red because of her emotions i guess if she she feels anything mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. she so I guess was 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 the red panda. I mean, I I know they joked that it was gonna be her period starting, yeah. but like, was the red panda just supposed to be a rep, a, like a metaphor, like a representation of of puberty? <laughs> I think that, so. I think just generally is that puberty. To be? Yeah, and like kind of showing who you really are, and like I think also just kind of transforming when when you're going through puberty, you're kind of becoming who who you're going to be for the rest of your life. And so it's kind of like presenting that to the world, um, the kind of person that you are and hoping that they accept you for who you are. Yeah. And we kind of had a couple of things going on. Like, yes, we had Maylin coming of age, um, hitting puberty, you know, growing up, but we also had this like struggle between her and her mother. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, her mother, we learned later that her mother was being overbearing because of the um of the impending uh red panda situation that was going to be happening <laughs> um but i mean her mother just would kind of uh accuse her friends of being bad influences on her and uh-huh. and you know and 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 Maylene and her friends were perfectly fine like they're just teenage girls just being themselves and they were not bad kids obviously mm-hmm. um but it was just this, like, there's this overbearing, like, Malin really needed to, I guess, stand her ground against her mother and be like, yeah, you need to let me be me. I can't, I can't just, you know, be whatever you need me to be. I need to be myself. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so it was a lot of that. But I just, I loved these characters. I loved how sexually charged and feral they were. <laughs> like, it was, uh, totally. They were, they were, Yes, like I love. We it. saw some, like I, especially with newer Disney movies, uh, Disney and Disney Pixar. Like we are getting characters with a lot more personality. Um, these, because you know, if you think back to like Snow White and you know whatever, all all, all those <laughs> earlier characters, they really didn't have yeah. any personality. But we're really getting these really great relatable characters in these new movies coming out, and. And it's just like, yes, they were very chaotic. Like this movie was very chaotic at times and it was yes. a bit much, yeah. but it was still very relatable. And these, 
And these girls were so great. Like, they were so good. Like, they all had their own personalities. They all, like, could have, like, even had their own, like, sexualities. Like, they were, like, these girls were so well um, developed and, like, represented. And it was just so great. It was so great seeing all these different characters. I totally agree with you. And it's just such a fleshed out, wonderful little story um about puberty and stuff that isn't like super raunchy but still is like talking about maybe what it would be like for a lot of people and honestly for girls especially i know that it's like it touches on you know male puberty slightly but it's like mostly just about girl puberty and like kind of just like what it really feels like in your head to be a 13 year old and honestly this movie like felt like that like like you were saying like the animation and the kind of exaggeration of a lot of things like when her mom finds those drawings that she does and she goes to the convenience yes. store and it's yes. like the 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 world is ending like I felt that so much yes. like it just like so was something that a lot of people go through and just like the embarrassment of being 13 in general and it's just something so incredibly like it's just they do such a good job feeling like showing what it feels like to be 13 and you know, I think the critics are mostly men who don't really remember what it's like to be 13 or obviously have never been a 13 year old girl. So it's it's a really so intense they can't, they time. They can't relate to this. Yeah. They really can't relate to this. Yeah. yeah. And so like that's, a lot of that's yeah, that's interesting to, to take into account that, you know, a lot of these critics will probably be white men. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them for sure. So it's definitely a lot like, of them. Not something that can be exactly. It's just it's so specific, also to this person, this character, um, this director and writer Domi Shi. You know, um, so it's definitely like a special, very specific thing with this added element of her turning into a giant red panda, which is the like funny part about it. You know, like um, honestly, this movie didn't even like need that, but it's just kind of like the extra, you know bit that makes it funny and silly and she's like this giant red panda you know yeah i mean this story in general could have been very successful without the added red panda um but again it's it's a it's a visualization um it's 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 fun like it's you know it's just an added it's an added quirk to the movie um so which is yeah. fine. But yeah, we were discussing that after the movie was done. We're like, yeah, this mo- the, the, the plot of this movie, we didn't really have to have the red panda in there at all. <laughs> that yeah. was one she, of the main things we discussed at the very end. done anything <clears throat> that would have made her parents a little bit um, upset with her, you know, and that made her more popular at school. And that would have done basically the same effect, you know. Um, but it did tie yeah. her to her parents. It tied her to her mother and her grandmother and her aunts. And also, like, her ancestor. And so that was, like, a beautiful, like, ending of, like, showing that she's her own person and she decides to, to stay as the Red Panda in the end because she feels like it's a, an important part of herself um, that she really, like, wants to always have. She doesn't want to um, shut it down because they say that she has to. Yeah, and again, kind of showing that... that um... I guess, is it metaphor or symbolism of just like her, her ancestors mm-hmm. pushing down their true selves. Like mm-hmm. the red panda yeah. is a part of them and they're trying yeah. to hide that. Like they all had their little yeah. medallions and tokens that they wore to subdue their inner red panda when they could have just, they could have, they could have 
uh, had harmony with their with their red panda. They didn't have to they didn't have to cage it away um, and basically like just cage a, a part of themselves away. Definitely did not have to do that. But I was also very surprised that this movie said both the words crap uh-huh. and sexy, which uh-huh. I had never heard. Wow, yeah, <laughs> a, a, a Disney movie say. Um, so I thought that was. I, like I, I heard it. I mean, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like this, this kid just said sexy," but like, I mean, makes sense. But again, it's just it's it's Disney is doing a lot of things to surprise me. These like with the movies that they that they are putting out there. I mean, I never would have thought that a movie like this would would be this chaotic and feral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. Like. It was like- so- it was so good. It's such a good movie. Honestly, like, I loved all the, um, the her friends again. Like, the actors are fantastic, um, including her friend uh, Priya, who was played by Maitreyi Ramakrishnan, and she was in um, uh, Never Have I Ever. Yes, Never Have I her. Ever. She was so funny. Um, and I also just loved that she had a bunch of other girlfriends who were, like, um, different um races and like you said like slightly you know her friend seems a little like she's more of a tomboy and she was really like one of her best friends and so it was just like really nice to have this diversity amongst these girls um in toronto canada abby was just like a mood (laughs) oh my god so funny just abby was so funny yeah um, Wait, was, where, where does this take place in, or what did you say? It t- it takes place in Toronto, so it's also like very specific yes. to Toronto, and like, you know, just like uh, being an immigrant in Toronto and what it's like, and having your like kind of overbearing parents, and you know, pressure to be perfect, and not wanting to, you know, thinking everything that mom says is absolutely right, and the dad kind of just like being there along for the ride. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I remember when this movie was first released and like all of the um main critiques and like comments being made about this movie and I remember one of I'm pretty sure this person was just like joking about it on TikTok but um they were saying like oh, I can't relate to this movie. I'm not I'm not a um I'm assuming Maylin is is Chinese. Yeah. Um like I'm not, I'm not a Chinese girl living in Toronto, and it's like a lot of people aren't, but some people are. It's called <laughs> representation, and yes. but 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 like half the population who are women know what it's like to be a horny teenage girl. So <laughs> get over it. Like, I know. yeah, <laughs> growing up in the 2000s, it's, it's like literally specifically right? for pe- millennials. Like that's like the age group that this movie is aimed towards, um, and honestly, like. If you watched it as a kid, you would just find the whole panda stuff funny. You probably wouldn't understand the period stuff. But honestly, like, it's not like you need to be having these conversations. Like, if your kid asks you, oh, what's a period? Why is she worried about all these pads and tampons? Like, why is her mom acting like this? And it's like, well, maybe you should talk to your kid about what it's actually like to be a person in this world. You know, what, what's what's it like for girls out there and every woman in the world who has a period? You know, like... Right. Um, a person who has a period, right? So it's, like, totally incredibly, like, like half the population at least kind of feels, <laughs> like you said, like, at least something, something about this movie. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, not everyone lives in Toronto or is Chinese, <laughs> but but a lot of people are women. <laughs> who are obsessed <laughs> so, with, like, boy bands, you know? So, who are obsessed with boy bands. Uh, another, like, part that I really loved was just the, the boy band scenes and the songs that they sang um, definitely reminded me of the boy band in Bob's Burgers, but uh, with better songs. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. What was their name? <gasps> it was uh, boy, uh, for, for Town. The, boys who cry oh sorry was, <laughs> the the name of the band was, i think was four town yes that was that was that was the name of the band in um in in turning red um which we did see uh, i went to disneyland recently and uh-huh. we did see someone with a four town t-shirt and it was nice it was pretty magical <laughs> um oh but you're talking about at bob's burgers yes was it like um, boys who cry or something no or, or, or was that an, another boy band name it's um, it was like that's I think one of their songs or something in that show and and uh, Louise is obsessed with one of them. She she fights it she fights it for so long and yeah. then she's like I love you boo boo it's boo boo yeah boo <laughs> boo <laughs> yes um, okay hold on boy band in boys for Bob's. now boys for now boys for now oh my god I really just got that out of my head it has also four oh. in it. But there's five of them in this movie, which is funny because there's, they're called Four Town, but there's five of them, and you're like, why? <laughs> oh, I did not notice that. And did all the songs were done by uh, Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. They wrote all of them. Uh, her Billy and her yes, brother. Yes, I did hear that, and and I heard he he had he had uh, performed some of them too, right? Phine- Phineas had performed possibly them. Yeah, well, it's performed by the... F- yeah, he's one of the guys. He's one of the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I definitely like them. They were really fun. I wish we had more, honestly, because um, that was super yeah. cute. Uh, and I did love the kind of magical bamboo forest part. Um, it also kind of reminded <clears throat> me of that movie that we watched last year or two years ago, the um, the moon one. What was it called? Over the Moon? Oh, over the moon! Yes, it also reminded me of uh, we. Uh, my roommates and I were joking about it. It would look like the area in uh, Shang Chi. Mm, yeah, um, with all the bamboo. That's right. Yes, it really did with all look the like bamboo. That. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, we got some really um, excellent Asian representation this last few years. So let's keep it up. Yes, let's 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 do that. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention there was um. Another part in the movie that, um, like, we know this movie was very, like, um, women-focused in a way, but there was, like, a part in the movie where, like, the dad and some other husbands of, like, the the other relatives that felt a little, um, I guess, left out because obviously they didn't have the quote-unquote curse, you know, not curse, but, like, I I don't know what they called it. Um, I think they did call it the curse. Yeah. The red panda curse. I think you're right. Um, and I don't remember, but I remember us discussing it after the movie, like kind of saying that like the 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 males in the family felt left out because um, they just like they didn't understand the curse or they just I don't know. I I just remember the dad being very present, but I can't quite remember like what we were exactly discussing. Um, I don't know if he said something in the movie, like he had a had a line or something. I don't remember. I don't know. Well, he kind of sided I lost with. My train of thought. He he sided with his daughter a little bit, and obviously, um, he had that scene with Malin when he sat with her on the bed and was talking about how the 
like her mom being was who's played by Sandra Oh, by the way, and just fantastic. Um, was also a panda yes. and that she was actually like a really big panda and like her problem, her curse was like, like so huge and we didn't really understand yes. how big that meant until she came like walking through the city the size of Godzilla. Um, yes. So, and we learned that like, I, I think her, and, and it interest, it's interesting that like the panda might be just a representation of like, I guess your inner feelings in some way, like her mom turned into this Mm -hmm. big monster in a way because she also felt like her mother oppressed or like caged in. Exactly. Yes. Yes. By her mother. Um, From marrying, it was supposed to be marrying the dad and like the dad was like the reason why her mom didn't want her to marry him and she wanted to marry him. So she, she was like so angry. She became the, the giant panda, but she ended up winning and marrying him anyway. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then just all of that negative feelings towards her mother, yeah. I think I guess manifested into this humongous Godzilla panda. <laughs> so funny. Who just comes crashing down on the Four Town concert? I mean, that was just so incredible. I loved it. And just like the huge circle they had to make and start singing was oh, it was it was, was a, a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, just excellent cast. Oh honestly, like we got Wang Cheng Ho as the grandma as well, and she's like a really like well known like um, Asian actress and. Chinese actress and just like really good. I mean, of course, I just again, I just love Sandra O oh so much. <laughs> I know what I'm going to say. She's she's a yeah, best. Yeah, we also didn't really touch on um, Maylin kind of uh, abusing her red panda powers. Too. Oh yeah. So it, it, in order to get money for the concert, they basically host like picture ops photo ops with yeah. the red panda and they make like merch and they sell <laughs> yeah yes and they sell all this merch to the kids at school because you know they think it's so cool that Malin can turn into a red panda and she just she makes money off of it and then i guess um she gets uh, in order to pay off the rest of the concert ticket she gets um requested by her her school uh her uh, i think this kid that kind of bullies her or something yeah like he's tyler He's just like mean. He's just like a mean guy. But yeah, he he gets better at the end. Yeah, but, he does. Cuz um, he's a four town. He's a four townie as well. So 
Yes, he is a four townie. And uh, he wanted the red panda to be at his party so that he could, you know, be cool and have the red panda at his party. Um, and, you know, the her emotions get, get the worst of her and she accidentally uh, scratches him, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, but, jumps on him. Yeah. She gets really upset because he's just like, come back, come back. And she's like, I have to go. And then... Yeah, he's like, get to work. I'm paying, I'm paying you. And she's like... And she wasn't even supposed to be there. She wasn't even supposed to be turning into the... So the stipulation that the more you transform into your panda, the harder it is to turn back to human. But that didn't end up really being the case. I don't think that that's what it no. was. I, I think so it was... So was that a lie? That, I think like, it was a lie. Like, just to... Yeah. Okay. Just to I keep think... her emotions in check, I guess. Yeah. I think it was more like the more that you, you use your panda, the more, like emotional you are and they didn't want her to be emotional and being emotional you know they're just like well it's not good for you to be so emotional so it'd be good for you not to be the panda at all um it's like push down your emotions don't be a girl don't cry you know there's like a lot of like sexism at play there from the patriarchy you know what i mean yeah 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 for sure for sure for sure yeah it, there's a there's a lot of things just like hidden in this movie and it's all and it's all very very good messages i i just hope that i hope that they're that they're translated well like and pe- people understood that like i hope people can watch this movie and be like oh i should be able to think kittens are cute or cry yeah. or you know whatever draw draw smutty pictures like that's fine i can do that yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable yeah, there was, smutty, there was all that smutty shame. mermaid pictures. I know, mermaid pictures. <laughs> like it's totally fine. It's totally fine for me to be like this, and it just. But the it, I don't know. Like there's 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 a lot happening in this movie that it gets mm-hmm. a little convoluted, and yeah. it's just it's just got some great messages that I think people should really pay attention to. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And like being thirteen yeah. is overwhelming. Like you're there's so much going on. It's horrible. It's absolutely <laughs> It's absolutely yeah. the worst. I know. Like I am so nervous for my baby niece. I know. Well to, we all, we to all go have to do this. it, man. Like it's just it's a time. Like you, you have to I don't wish it on my on my worst enemies. <laughs> one of my cousins I think was like getting older at one point and I like they were like ten or eleven. Like or almost thirteen at some point, and I remember thinking, like, to one of their parents, I was like, "Well, once they hit puberty, it's all downhill from here." <laughs> Basically, and I was like, "It's Basically. only gonna get worse." <laughs> I mean, you could you could really you could really only hope to be supportive in the in the transition. It's all you can. It's all you can do. Yeah, and I will um, be there for her. I yeah. will. I will answer those those questions. <laughs> sure. I mean, we we all want to be, you know, good good cousins and aunts and family members. Um, but you know, it, we also want to be good parents, and that's that's another theme of this movie is their mom just thinks she's doing everything that's best for her daughter, and you know, and she does support her. Like in that scene where she thought she got her period, she was like extremely over the top and like wanted to give her everything and wanted to help her, and it was just so cute. Yes, but also went to her school and hid behind a, a don't, tree. <laughs> don't stalk! Don't stalk your child at school. She was really, um, over the but top. also warn her that these things are going to happen. Like maybe, maybe a little You're, bit of a heads up. She was like your red flower. That's what she said. 
maybe a little bit of a heads up that the red panda's coming and you should prepare, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that was um, that was hilarious. She didn't tell her anything that was about bad. panda. And then she was like freaking that was out. Really bad. She broke her bed and she was like <laughs> Oh, oh it was like so And just, and just when parts of her would change and not all of her would Oh, it was change. so funny. I know. It was it was so cute. Her red hair and looked she was super so cute fluffy. as well. Yes, yeah. I loved when her red hair changed. It was so cute. I want a, a little tiny Maylin like uh, stuffed animal. Like I really, really want one. Did you see any at Disney? Um, actually, no, not really. Um, I, but I also, I also wasn't looking. Um, I was hyper focused. Hyper focused. I'm gonna see if there's any online. I'm gonna look it up. I know, I know. Casey was looking at. Uh, my roommate was looking at the um at the merch, and they didn't, they didn't like a whole bunch of the stuff. Okay, like, I'm, yeah. In, 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 I see. In 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 some in some pieces of the merch, like the panda looked pink and not even like this beautiful copper orange color. Um, the the one from Target looks pretty good. Um, it, oh yeah, D- Disney turning red. Many moods of red panda may stuffed animal, and it it basically has like it plays music. And it says phrases. It says, I'm calm. And you squeeze her belly to hear excited growls. You um, know what they should make? A, yes. a turning red a squishmallow. I, uh, she's so cute. She's just adorable. They have them at Build-A-Bear. You can make yourself a little May plush uh, plushie at Build-A-Bear. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah. that's good. Um, you can get that's one from AliExpress nice. for ten dollars. That's like huge. That's like really oh the size goodness. of your bed. <laughs> yeah, but you can't always trust the stuff you order on AliExpress. Oh, a hundred percent. I would not recommend it not, it buying not look, anything. It from might not AliExpress. look anything. It might not look anything like it. There's a there's literally underneath it an ad for getting a giant penis toy plushie that you can just hang out and hug as well. So I don't I don't know about AliExpress. What? Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> oh They've got God. it's got the it's honestly it's the cutest little dick I've ever seen. But that's just uh, oh I'm D- sure Danny, I'm sure it is. Danny, look at this. Come here. Look at the look. I was looking at this turning red plushie and look at what came underneath it. So here's on oh no, my AliExpress. Oh my God, it's huge. Look at look at this. <laughs> <laughs> look at the plushie. Huge. Yeah, they're giant. When I when I say giant, I mean bigger than a person. They're massive. And you can hug them. If, if that's what you're really into. It's only six dollars. It's only six dollars. Yes. Oh my god. Do we? Is that is that something that is necessary? I don't know where she is. Anyway. It's taller than a human? Taller than a person. That's I don't know. I feel like when you get it, it's not gonna be that size. I feel like anything you buy from AliExpress, you're gonna be like, this is actually not true to size. Is there a person sitting ne- standing next to it? Like, oh yeah. To oh show yeah. Size. A hundred percent. Really? Hugging well, it, in fact. Well, then it's got to be that size. I mean, that's false advertising. There's a whole well, decider also, article where to buy a turning red plush and other toys. And they've got a little picture of Mei Lin dressed up as the... She's got, like, her little outfit on. You can take it on and off. That's so cute. Her, like, her her, her box, her panda costume made out of, made out of boxes? Or, this one is or just, another, like, a one. soft outfit that you can dress her up in. Oh, okay. And it's got the That's little, cute. but the box outfit was pretty cute as well. And they would like brought the red panda into their temple and they would like have the, I mean, obviously their temple's going to make a lot of money now because they have the red panda of Toronto. 
Yeah, definitely. Now she's going to be a working child even more than she was before. Oh, no. Well, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. May's little box of feelings. Oh, my God. That's so cute. I do think it definitely takes off from a lot of the other Pixar movies. Um, Pretty similar also to um, Inside Out in that kind of she's also going through a lot of intense emotions in that. Yeah. And I will say that I thought Inside Out kind of visualized it better because, you know, they had like it was just any emotion that Malin had would turn her into the panda. It was, yeah. And it, and it was a little hard to kind of realize. I mean, like I, it, I didn't even think about the panda itself and the act of changing into it would be like symbolism for your period. Like I did, like I, I thought of this just now, like, but when I watched the movie, I was like, okay, could have done without the panda, mm-hmm. but it just, it makes more sense now. Um, where Inside Out, like, each little emotion had its own little character, and we saw how each character, like, made Riley react. And it was just a bit more, it was just finessed a little bit better. Um, again, I, I I just remember, like, I think I've only seen Inside Out, like, once or twice, maybe just once. But mm-hmm. I mostly just remember the emotions. I don't really remember Riley as a person. Mm-hmm. Or like a care, like as a yeah. as a personality, yeah. Because her emotions were her personality, exactly. Um, and it was just, and it was just a little hard to, like, combine them into the same being, since it was all very separate. Um, so it's just you know you pick and choose your battles. Like this one, it was just representative of turns into a panda when she feels any emotion. Like you just you gotta it it'll it'll always have a different outcome. Like it will be a different story told. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Um, which, which, it's yeah, it's supposed to be about the characters that are the prominent characters in that movie, not necessarily like Riley. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was just reading through some of this trivia, and there's some really good trivia in here. Ooh, okay. Um, the first one is as explained in various interviews, director Domi Shi took inspiration from four Japanese anime regarding the film's creation: Fruits Basket. Ranma One and a Half, Sailor Moon, and Inuasha. The first two, in particular, share themes of adolescence and transformations and wacky situations in the film. Ooh, I love Fruits Basket. I know. I thought that you would like that. So good. I've 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 seen the old. I haven't read the manga. I I, I do plan to read it at some point. But um, I have watched the. There there's been two versions of the of the anime. There's the older version and then the newly released like anime and i've watched both versions and both very it's a very good story yeah definitely coming of age and um these characters turn into like their zodiac their zodiac sign um oh that's cute yeah but it's like they change when a member of the opposite sex hugs them so it's just it's very what? funny all the little uh, <laughs> all the little situations that, that they get into yeah that's, it's very that's funny. a bit much um it's very sweet so this one says the temple is, is inspired by the Bakkai Temple, a historical landmark, historical landmark in Marysville, California, that built was built by the local Chinese community in 1880. Special thanks is made in the credits. Oh, I love that! It's super cute. Um, oh, this one's really good. The film's technical supervisor, Susan Fisher Fong, is a type one diabetic. 
In accordance with Disney's initiative for real-life representation, there are two characters in the film wearing diabetes technology in the form of a glucose continuous glucose monitor, which allows diabetics to monitor their glucose levels in real time instead of taking random samples at certain times. Yes, so my roommate, who is also diabetic, had heard of the, had heard this, and so they were looking for the um, the diabetic representation in the movie while we watched it so that was I, cool. I remember seeing it now i'm just remembering one of them is the, like a kid walking in the halls i think yeah i think yeah i think they saw it too and they pointed it out <clears throat> that's great i love it um oh here we go a lunar eclipse actually occurred on may 26 2002 one day after the events of the film of the film's climax however was not easily visible from the to- from the toronto area interesting cool very convenient because right wasn't that the the ritual could only happen like on the eclipse or something yes yes i remember that um i just really i gotta watch this movie again it was so cute i just you know what it's one of those things disney just for some reason like i will be in any mood and just watch it and just just the emotions are just so much for me. Like, no matter what is happening, I'll just start crying. Like, I just, like, don't know what... I don't know why doesn't Disney does that to me, but it just completely does. Like, it just makes me feel so much emotions all the time. It's like I'm a child. It's like yeah. I'm, um... It's like I'm this character. And, like, I'm just, like... I, I did. I cried. Like, I just... I don't know, you know... This is just what, like anything would be happening. Like she'd be like dancing with her friends or something and I would cry. Yeah, her friends were, her friends were super cute. It's just Um, so beautiful, you know, I just, I just think they just do an amazing job. And also just the way that she looks as a panda, it's amazing. The, the animation is fantastic. She just looks like the fuzziest, coziest little character. It's just so, it's incredible how many little, little tiny like pieces of fur are on her it's just crazy yeah yeah the animation was so good let's okay see. any other trivia or should we go to the plot keywords let's go to the plot keywords <clears throat> okay where, where here we go so the plot keywords we got here for turning red are red panda Domineering mother, CGI animation, friendship, Toronto, Ontario. There you go. Just need like a, you know, coming of age or boy band. That's the only ones we really need on there. In this review on here, like this, the user review, this person's like, everything is so stereotypical. You know, we've got like the stereotypical overbearing mom and like everybody's a caricature of themselves. And I'm like. I don't really think that. I feel like I feel like this movie did a good job of like explaining. Also, many immigrant parents are quite overbearing. That is not a stereotype. <laughs> it is like something that people feel. They made Encanto about it too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like someone finding any excuse to to be critical. Okay. This movie has an 83 Metascore, which is very good. It has 43 positive reviews and three mixed reviews with a good handful of 100s. Hell yeah. We've got, so for the mixed reviews, they're all a 60. So, and those are the lowest we've got here, which is really good. Um, I'm going to read one of these. Let's see. So I'm going to read a, 
<laughs> Trent Krim, independent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it says, uh, this is from The Independent, but the name's Adam White. Um, gave it a 60. Uh, in its earliest stages, Turning Red is bracingly different uh, and filled with an earnest warmth when it comes to themes of girlhood and the panic-inducing weirdness of the human body. That it becomes a loud and action-driven spectacle seems disappointingly inevitable for a Disney film. I mean... Maybe. I feel like sure. this this timeout one is basically saying the same thing, except for it gave it an 80. It says, Helter mm-hmm. Skelter, a bit mad and full of heart, it bounces along with the out-of-control energy of the early adolescence it depicts. When it pauses, it also offers a seriously touching snapshot of mums and their daughters, as well as a smart critique of why the burden of family expectations and the inevitability of teenage boundary pushing usually results in carnage. Okay. I also thought that, like, just comparing it to Encanto again, and you know how I feel about Encanto, I just felt like it wasn't earned with the fact that the grandma, like, kind of realized her mistake in the end. And I felt with this one, it really, really felt like the mom was, like, understanding. And also the grandma, you know, why things were different and um, the relationships that they had kind of informed that. Whereas I felt Encanto, the grandma was just like, everything's falling apart, but we're not really addressing it. And then we're not like gonna like talk about it at all until everything falls apart. And then I guess everything's okay. You know, like it just just felt like a little bit too much again. Yeah. And, and, and a little out of nowhere. I mean, we didn't really know like the, like, I'm sure the grandma in Encanto had her motivations for, for how she was acting, but like, we kind of had a bit more of a backstory and motivation from, from turning red and and Malin's uh, mother's a- actions because of how she was then grown up. Because yes, because remember when um, in the bamboo world she like ran into her mother's like teenage self. Yes. Oh, that was so. And good. they like and they like talked. Yes. Oh my god. And that's when we kind of learned everything. So it 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 closed its circle better than Encanto did. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, let's it really rounded it all out. Get a one hundred in here. I'll let you pick let's one. Get one of these. Um. Okay. 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 These are too short. Okay. Oh. Okay. I guess I'm gonna do the Washington Post since it's kind of longer. I guess. Um. So let's see. Washington Post gave it one hundred. To paraphrase Sigmund. Freud, to paraphrase Sigmund Freud. Oh jeez. Um. Sometimes a red panda is just a red panda. And sometimes it's a metaphor for the inner spark of creativity, the flame of originality that is to be cherished, not extinguished. With turning red, she demonstrates that she's got it in spades. Oh, That's really yeah. cute. <laughs> this is really sweet. Yeah, it's very, very cute movie. Um, that was, yeah, it's a, it's great. And uh, before we started this episode, Alessandra was saying, like, yeah, we definitely got to talk about this movie because it's definitely going to get nominated next year. <laughs> yeah, if, if we if we waited too long, it was going to skirt right past us. So we, we definitely had to get it done. Yeah, definitely. It definitely needed to be talked about. Um, very great. Very great movie. Um, what what other do we know what other movies are set to? Does Pixar have anything else set, set for to, for this year? Oh, buddy, I don't know. 
Oh, I just I, f- I figured you'd know since uh, you always know. I don't. <laughs> okay. I really don't. <laughs> you know, there's something my uncle is working on, but that's at Disney, not with Pixar. So I don't really know what Pixar is doing. Um, that's fine. That's fine. It's, 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 <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but uh, yeah, really, really love this movie. I uh, can't wait to see. Oh, they're uh, doing Lightyear. Uh, that's what they're doing. I knew it. Oh, <laughs> I did know. I, it's that new Lightyear. Lightyear. Movie. Yes. I mean, technically, I knew as well, but it was not coming to my. Oh, oh it so came to my head one. when you were talking. I'm sorry. Continue. No, I'm so excited. Um. Well, cool. I'm very excited for Lightyear. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about that probably. Um, and uh, and yeah, Turning Red was really great. Uh, don't be she. Work on some more stuff. I'd I'd love to love to watch more stuff that you create. Um, and uh, if that's that's all thoughts we had on Turning Red, uh, let's close out. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also now on Acast, right? Yes, that's right. No more SoundCloud. So we are not on SoundCloud anymore. We have moved to Acast. Um, so I guess you, you can, can listen there now too. We're yeah, we have ahead. our own website there now, so you can check us out. Oh, nice. And I think if you just search our name on Google and Acast, it'll come up. Also, you know, we're in your normal. We're still on Spotify, still on iTunes. You know, all that. Yeah, Amazon Music, everything like that as well. Um, yeah, so definitely listen there. Um, if you enjoyed Turning Red, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, please follow our various social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Just search All By The Popcorn um, or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Or if it's Twitter, just search at By The Popcorn. And uh, like, follow, and subscribe to those. And um, please check out our merch. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.